Amen. Good morning, church. And here we are, last Sunday of 2020. I hope you're enjoying a little bit of a holiday, a bit of a break. Maybe you're watching this from a holiday resort, you know, or maybe from home. And if it is from home, I hope you're really having a, having a relaxed time. This time between Christmas and the new year, it's usually a time to have a little bit of a break. And uh, hey, last Sunday of 2020, the year is almost over. It's not too soon. Amen. What a year it has been. It started off as all the years before this one with excitement of what we're going to do and achieve in 2020. And then suddenly pandemic lockdown from one Sunday to the next. We had to go online as a church. People worked from homes. Kids did school from home. Then it got worse. Some businesses had to close. Some people lost their jobs. It was just not local. It was global. And then came the worst of all. Lives were lost due to COVID-19, due to other causes. It was a year of many pandemics, not just coronavirus. We had a pandemic of great corruption in the, in the government, a pandemic of farm murders, a pandemic of violence against women and children. And globally, we have seen people suffering. So how do we close this year, 2020, with so much going on? Well, I want to suggest to you that we close this year with gratitude. You say, Pastor, after a year like this, what are they going to be thankful for? Wait for it. We're going to get there. All right. Give thanks. Be thankful. You see, if you are watching or listening to this service, it means you are alive. Okay. And it seems like we are going to make it to 2021. And we expect better outcomes than we did in 2020. Yes, 2021 will still have some steep challenges because this virus is still with us and the ripple effect of the economy will still be felt. But in spite of all the challenges and pain of 2020, there are reasons to give thanks. There are general global reasons and I'm sure there are personal reasons that you can think of in your life to give thanks. In spite of the large number of infected people in South Africa, the fatality rate has been far less than predicted. That is a reason to give thanks. Right now in South Africa, we are in a much better place to treat people with COVID-19 than at the start of the pandemic. Techniques and treatments have been learned that can give new patients hope of survival. Hospital stay has been reduced from an average of 22 days in the beginning of the pandemic to seven days currently. Plus, there has been a reduction in hospitalization. Another area uh, is in the area of employment, where people are getting back on their feet slowly but surely re-establishing businesses, creating new businesses, and finding new opportunities. Some are even finding new jobs or being given better working conditions. And many are just blessed not to have lost their jobs and their income during the thick of the lockdown. So if you look around, you will find a reason to give thanks. As Charles Dickens said, reflect Upon your present blessings, of which every man has plenty, not on your past misfortunes, of which all men have some. Hmm? 
Listen, gratitude brings with it health benefits. Gratitude is the quality of being thankful and showing appreciation for what we have. At a time when many of us are struggling to adapt to a new normal, practicing gratitude is more important than ever. Showing gratitude has the following mental health benefits. Expressing gratitude can improve your mood. People who regularly express gratitude for the positive things in life are shown to be happier overall, leading to lower rates of stress and depression. Showing gratitude can make you more optimistic. Studies show that those who express gratitude regularly appear to have a more positive outlook in life. Sharing gratitude can improve social bonds. People have reported feeling more loved and more connected to others in their lives when they routinely practice gratitude or those around them practice gratitude. And practicing gratitude can improve your physical health. People who actively express gratitude tend to be more engaged in activities to take care of their physical health, like eating well and exercising and resting. This leads to higher energy levels, better sleep, and a stronger immune system or the ability to fight off illness or infection. So it is not in vain that the Bible instructs us to give thanks and to be grateful. Our Creator, He knows how important it is. And so He instructs us to be grateful. There are many passages in Scripture that teach us to be grateful. Here are just a few verses. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks. All right? In other words, in everything you go through, find a reason to give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Psalms 118, verse 24. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. You see, gratitude and gratefulness is a decision. Colossians 3, 15. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts to which you were called in one body and be thankful. Amen. Be thankful. And then Psalm 107 verse 1. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good for his mercy endures forever. Amen. The mercies of God endure and are there with or without pandemics and lockdown. Amen. So give thanks to the Lord. You see, gratitude brings contentment. It's said that gratitude makes what we have enough. If we aren't grateful for what God has given us, getting more won't satisfy us either. Being thankful is key to contentment. 1 Timothy 6 verses 6 to 8. Now, godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into this world and it is certain we can carry nothing out. And having food and clothing with these we shall be content. Amen. Being thankful is part of being content. Unfortunately, 
Many people feel being content means that they have to give up on their dreams and goals. It does not. Like thankfulness, contentment is a state of mind. God wants us to be content with and thankful for what we have received. That does not mean that we cannot want better and work to improve our situations. But it means that we should not approach our desire for more with a greedy, covetous attitude. Amen? Now, we also can't compare what others have and what we may not have with an attitude that we deserve the same or even better than them. There's too much of that going on these days. Maybe we deserve more. But right now, God has chosen not to give it to us. And we must be content with that. And be thankful for what we have been given. How thankful and content we are can be seen in the illustration of the water in a glass. Is the glass half full or half empty? eh? And our answer depends on and reveals our state of mind. You know, I I think I would agree with the guy who said, when asked if my cup is half full or half empty, my only response is, man, I just am thankful that I have a cup. (laughs) Okay. All right. Now, true gratefulness is what can fill our beings with peace and joy. And I'm sure we can all do with a little bit more of peace and joy in our lives, right? I challenge you to replace any complaining that we might have been focusing on lately and focus more on thankfulness. Our outlook will change and our mood will seem better. Remember it says in Philippians 2, 14, do all things without what? complaining, do all things without complaining and disputing. But it seems our tendency seems to go there all the time, always finding something to complain. No, let's listen to the word of God and do all things without complaining and disputing. So, how will you choose to end this year? You could focus on all the pain and loss, or you could focus on your blessings And end the year with a thankful heart that in spite of global challenges, you are here. In spite of personal pain and loss, you are here. Your work is not done yet and you have hope for the new year. Listen, my choice is to go with gratitude. There is so much that I am personally grateful for. And I'm going to focus on those things. And before we close, just a special word of gratitude to you. You who are watching, you who are listening to this service right now. My wife, dear, and I, we want to say thank you to everyone from Awaken Life Church and everyone who has been following us from different parts of the nation and the world who are our extended family. Thank you for following our services. Thank you for your support, your prayers, your giving, your sacrifices. Thank you to the individuals and teams that work tirelessly to bring you these online and in-person services that help stay connected with members, that help with the worship, the tech 
work, the kids' church weekly programs, the youth weekly programs that carry our prayer requests and intercession that help in food distribution to the needy. And that help in any way possible. Without you, we could not be doing what we are doing. And so we are thankful to you. And I want you to know that your labor, your prayers, your giving of tithes and offerings and food, parcel, money, it has not been in vain. Thank you to everyone who makes this work possible and who is part of this work. And as we prepare to enter a new year, let me encourage you with the following verse. It comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 58. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain. In the Lord. Amen. Well, enjoy this last week of 2020. Find some time to reflect on the year that is ending. Note the lessons learned, the experiences gained. Note the blessings in your life. The people who somehow made a positive contribution to your existence. Who perhaps helped to create a memory you are grateful for. Take time. To be grateful for fun and funny moments. Life is not always serious. Take time to laugh even at some mistakes you made. And here are just a few quotes to help you reflect on gratitude. This one comes from Frank A. Clark. If a fellow isn't thankful for what he's got, he isn't likely to be thankful for what he's going to get. Doris Day said, gratitude is riches. Complaint. Is poverty. And a Persian proverb says, I wept because I had no shoes until I met a man who had no feet. Marcus Tullius Cicero said, A thankful heart is not only the greatest virtue, but also the parent of all virtues. Wow. And then William Word contributed the following God gave you. 86,400 seconds today. Have you used one to say thank you? (laughs) Let's pray. Father, thank you that we can come to the end of another year. Father, thank you for life. Thank you for family. Thank you for friends. Thank you, Father, for our church family. So widely spread. And yet, thanks to technology, we can be connected, Lord. We can be one in spirit. Father, I pray that an attitude of gratitude will prevail in all of our hearts as we come to the end of this year. Lord, help us to truly rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. And in everything, give thanks Because this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. Amen and amen. May the love of God the Father, the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit remain with each one of us as we close this year with a heart filled with gratitude. Amen. God bless you. And we'll see you again next Sunday in 2021. Amen. God bless.